Welcome to Languatalk News. Our first story comes from Russia, where officials are preparing to hand over the bodies of victims from a military plane crash in January to Ukraine. Russia has accused Ukraine of shooting down the plane in Russia's Belgorod region. This incident led to the death of 74 people. Among the victims were 65 captured Ukrainian soldiers. They were supposed to be exchanged for Russian prisoners of war. However, Russia has yet to present any proof to support these claims. Ukraine has neither confirmed nor denied shooting down the plane. It has questioned Russia's version of the events and who was on board. Tatyana Moskalkova, a Russian human rights official, stated she is communicating with Ukrainian officials about the transfer of the bodies. In related news, Russian President Vladimir Putin issued a stern warning to Western countries. He stated that they could provoke a nuclear war if they send troops to Ukraine. This comes as the war in Ukraine has led to a crisis in Russia's relations with the West. This is the worst crisis since the Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962. Putin emphasized that Russia possesses weapons capable of hitting targets in Western territories. He criticized Western leaders for interfering in what he views as Russia's internal affairs. His comments were made in response to the idea of European NATO members sending ground troops to Ukraine. This idea has been rejected by the United States, Germany, Britain, and others. Putin praised Russia's modernized nuclear arsenal and reminded Western politicians of their past, failed invasions of Russia. He warned that the consequences this time could be more tragic. Turning to the United States, President Joe Biden has asked Donald Trump to support a plan to reduce migrant crossings. Their discussions took place during separate visits to the Texan border. This issue is a major topic in the run-up to the November election. Speaking from Brownsville, Texas, Biden criticized Republicans for blocking efforts to strengthen immigration laws. This move was encouraged by Trump. In response, Trump described the situation at the border as a war. He promised to reinstate his Remain in Mexico policy if he returned to office. Despite Biden's initial promise to reverse Trump's strict immigration rules, he has since hardened his stance. He has even suggested the use of executive authority to deny more migrants asylum at the border. However, Republicans have criticized this move. 
They believe Biden could better enforce existing laws without needing congressional approval. Over in Dhaka, the capital of Bangladesh, a tragic fire in a biryani restaurant has resulted in at least 44 deaths and 22 critical injuries. This incident is one among many in the country's growing industrial and commercial sectors. Safety measures are often overlooked in these sectors. In recent years, similar tragedies have occurred. For instance, in June 2022, a fire at a depot near Chittagong resulted in over 40 deaths and 200 injuries. The fire was likely caused by improperly stored hydrogen peroxide. Then, in July 2021, a fire in a food processing factory outside Dhaka killed at least 52 people. The factory had been built without permission and lacked safety measures. These accidents underscore the urgent need for improved safety regulations in Bangladesh's rapidly expanding industries. Moving on to Chad, heavy gunfire was reported near the headquarters of an opposition party, the Socialist Party Without Borders, in the capital, N'Djamena. This followed earlier violence that led to several deaths near the country's internal security agency. This unrest comes as Chad prepares for presidential elections in May and June. These elections will be held three years after military authorities took control. The government and the opposition party have shared different accounts of what happened. The government claims the security agency was attacked by opposition party members, resulting in several deaths. Meanwhile, the opposition says that the deaths occurred when soldiers fired at their party members. The government assures that the situation is now under control. Those responsible for the unrest are either arrested or being pursued. The tension has disrupted internet connectivity in Chad. Amid all this, there are concerns about a democratic backslide in the region. Chad is one of several countries in Western Central Africa currently ruled by a military junta. Our final story today is from China, where manufacturing activity has shrunk for the fifth consecutive month. This information comes from an official survey completed by the National Bureau of Statistics. It revealed a significant drop in output. This decrease in activity is pressuring Beijing to introduce more stimulus measures to boost the economy. Seasonal factors such as the Lunar New Year have contributed to the slowdown. Despite the S, another survey showed some growth in manufacturing activity and new orders. However, the overall trend 
shows an uneven economic recovery. This is the fifth month of contraction, except for a brief period of growth in September. Economists predict this weak growth will continue into next month. A key meeting of senior policymakers is scheduled for next week. The focus will likely be on measures to bolster the economy. On a positive note, there has been an upswing in the non-manufacturing sector, which includes services and construction. However, experts caution that these improvements may be short-lived. Thanks for listening to Languatalk News.